welcome to another episode of Solidarity on the Bench. I'm super excited. This is a guest episode. These are super fun to film and edit. So without further ado, I have Annie with me. Hi. Annie and I, we should talk about how we met. Yes, totally. Do you Um, want to take this away? Sure. So me and Katie, we go to the same school and... We found out recently, this is not how we met, but we actually were... Oh my were god, I forgot about that. Freshman year, we lived right next to each other and shared a bathroom and shared a... We shared a bathroom and a mutual animosity for one another. And a mutual traumatic experience. Yes. Um, but we forgot that the other person... We could both name the other people in the room, but not each other. So we forgot that that's actually how we met. But the reason we became friends is because our school sent us on a trip together. Yep. And... Yeah, we clicked really, really, really quickly. Yeah, I was a little worried because, so it was my DC trip, I kind of posted about it, but I went to a conference and I was worried because I applied and I was just like, I got accepted and I didn't know who else was on the trip. And Annie was going in with another friend and I was like, oh my God, what if they're like, mean girls and don't like (laughs) accept me um but I was like oh no it's fine she's a senior at my school like we should get along fine and then yeah it was only until like literally last month we've been friends for four months but in like three months of the friendship we realized that we were sweet mates when we were younger but that's not we became friends on the DC trip yeah it was like a five-day crash course in public policy in public policy and in each other and our other friend who was on the trip with us was obsessed with asking with us asking each other questions i loved it and just kept being like okay annie it's your turn ask katie a question or it's my turn katie ask me a question yeah so we had no choice but to get very close because our other friend was obsessed with us asking each other questions it was very like 36 questions to fall in love like new york times crash course (laughs) um and i really loved it it was a really good vibe we got super close super quickly also Mm -hmm. we were just sharing the same room so like we no had no choice but to like share closets and that's very true share our lives for five days because yeah, i'm also from miami so i'm not particularly um good at preparing to be cold and it was dc in january and i just didn't bring a coat or anything that could keep me substantially warm so i wore katie's puffer jacket the entire time yeah it was my mom's puffer jacket so it was really good it was it was like a blazer and then a puffer jacket look because we were going to like a pre-professional conference yeah it was really it was a really interesting look for me (laughs) it was really good so today we wanted to talk about something that Annie kind of brought up to me she has this cute little journal with us right in front of us Mm -hmm. about I don't know, she's just scrapbooking her days. Sorry, there's so much hair on this carpet. <laughs> it's okay. Don't look too closely. It's so good. Um, but yeah, I keep a little journal. It was kind of inspired. I had a teacher in high school who my senior year, we had to do a project where we had to take videos all throughout the year and set it to music. And like we had, it was a, a big portion of our grade too, was that this final, she called it our zeitgeist project. Um, I love. So... I made like that zeitgeist and I do like like going back and looking at it and seeing the people that were important in my life then and like what was important to me then there's people that like I don't talk to or I don't see anymore for like a variety of reasons and but it's still nice to like look back and um acknowledge the people who were important to me at like an important time in my life so I decided that I wanted to do something similar for my senior year but kind of on paper going back to my roots I scrapbooked a lot with my mom when I was little um So yeah, it's, I was explaining it to Katie, it's somewhere between a scrapbook and a junk journal, 
because I do like hoard little pieces of paper. My friends make fun of me because I'm like ripping off tops of receipts. I'm like, it's cute. And they're like, no, it's trash. I'm like, it's junk. It oh, goes in the journal. I didn't even see the little dates on the, on the bottom. Yeah. Each one is about, I have like, it's like the two page spread. Each one is about a week. Or if there's something like specific that happens, like if I go on like a weekend trip, that'll get like its own, like this, I went home for my birthday. And so like, this is a two day trip but it gets its own spread because it was in a whirlwind of a two-day trip. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, so I keep it because I, one of my goals for my senior year was both to have a lot of fun with my friends and also to remember the fun that I was having. And so this kind of helps me you know, put down, like, how I was feeling in the moment. Like, I'm looking at a page that's, like, covered in little hearts. Um, It helps me remember, like, how I was feeling in that moment and the things that were, you know, important to me. I have to ask, does this make you take more pictures? Like, do you think you've taken more pictures senior year than you would any other year? Totally. And I definitely, like, have, because I'm like, that would be really cute for my journal. My thing that I'm obsessed with right now is, like, table spreads. My friends are so annoyed. I'm like, no, put your hands in. It looks cuter if your hands are in. Oh, my God. I have a funny story. So, like, for my birthday, I asked all of my friends to, like, I was like, no one touched the food. I'm going to take pictures. Mm -hmm. And then once I took my pictures with no hands I was like everyone put your hands and grab a piece of bread (laughs) and what happened was one of my cousins Jamie if you're listening to this I'm totally talking about you put her hand out and it looked like a claw and she was (laughs) like you can't use that my hand looks super funny but I do the same thing where I'm like okay now everyone go grab it and I'm gonna take like a little video here I could show you I did one this was at the event where I made my little phone charms wait that's so cute there's one of me scrapbooking. <laughs> um, I do love a good action shot. I think that they make the best oh yeah. pictures. See, this one is scrapbooking. <laughs> oh my god, I love that. I, I'm i so excited to come to your scrapbooking event. Hopefully my thing at uh, 7 yes. finishes early and I can do it. I'm yes. looking for this claw picture right now. <laughs> Look at that. <laughs> oh, it is a claw. It's she was definitely like, a claw. You cannot put that in. <laughs> I was like, why did you put your hand out like that? Like, everyone else's hands are, like, like dainty, normal hands. The the claw going in, claw, it's so... It's, like, straight in the middle as well. This one's fine. That one's good. But the claw is I mean, is you can see so the claw funny. incoming. It is. It's a live picture, too. So, like, the claw literally... That's so funny. It was just, like, waiting to pounce, and then it pounced. That's so, so funny. Um, but, yeah. So, this is my little journal being intentional about like remembering and spending time with my friends has been really important to me this year. Um, so this is just a good way for me to document it. And it also like makes me like think about the things that are important to me and the people who are important to me. And I'm also a little bit behind on it. So it's kind of fun to go back and think about how I thought, like try and recreate how I thought about people and things. Right. When I'm going back to like, spreads of maybe people I don't talk to anymore or people who but who were important in my life for a period of time and kind of going back and thinking about it and it also is like validating to my feelings that like no this person was important to me right they made it in the journal they're important to me if that makes sense they were a big part of your life even though they're not that part of your life anymore yeah totally but having kind of like it down on paper Mm -hmm. that they were important to me is important to me. (laughs) 
No, I I fully support that. So the start of your journal is 2022. Sorry, this sounds like a, a crazy interview, but I'm so like, this yeah. is the first time I'm seeing it. So I'm just That's curious. True. Yeah, it starts in the summer. Did you start that in 20, like in the summer or when did you start making this? Yeah, I started it in the summer. So yeah, the first couple pages are like me at home. Um, and then I went and visited a friend in New York. So there's a couple pages from New York and pages from my summer at home. And then yeah, it kind of transitions from summer then into the beginning of senior year. Did you start making it in the summer? I think I did. Um, maybe some of these last pages, not so much, but I believe I started it in the summer while I was at home. It's like such a cool idea. I love it. I just <laughs> don't want to go trek to where the color printer is on campus. <laughs> it's really close to my building, so it's easier for me. That's true. It's on the opposite side of my campus. And I say that, like, our campus is, like, 30 minutes long. Like, it really is only 20. <laughs> yeah. And, like, 20 if you're doing it diagonal. Like, from here to the, to, like, the printers, maybe, maybe. Maybe 15. Maybe 15. Yeah. No, it definitely is, like, 10, because I walk I walk from, the like, my other class, which is on the different campus, to that building in, like, 10 minutes. So I'm being dramatic, but <laughs> ultimately, yeah. I That's something that I want to do is, like, I feel like I take a lot of pictures just in my daily life, but I want to be more intentional about how I, like, use and remember these pictures. I do a lot of photo dumps on Instagram, mm-hmm. but I would love to have, like, a physical scrapbook at that was my stomach. Did you hear that? <laughs> a physical scrapbook as well, just to remember everything. Yeah, this is kind of, it's like, it is like a photo dump, but there's less pressure because it's just for me. Yeah, like absolutely. I, my other thing that I almost did was like start like an Instagram that was like just for me private and mm. me just posting whenever I wanted. And that like is still a good idea, but I was just like, I don't want anyone to like fine like I don't want people to request it I just Mm -hmm. want it to be something that's like mine and for the people that I share it with and and just like that like I didn't want it to be something like a thing yeah Yeah. I wanted it to be like a physical thing that I could hold in my hands yeah there's also so much merit to having it be physical and not digital like you have to like not be off your phone because obviously you're using your phone to like yeah. take, get the pictures and whatnot. But like when you're when you have the pictures and you're scrapbooking, like it is just a very physical, tangible thing mm-hmm. that you are doing as opposed to scrolling on your phone. Yeah, definitely. I love it. It's something that I want to do. So thank you, Annie, for for sharing your journal of with course. me and the people. <laughs> you and the people. Me and the people. But we're going to transition now to talk a little bit about, so Annie and I are seniors, um, and we're filming this at the beginning of April, which means that we have about, dare I say, four weeks. Just about. Just about four weeks before we uh, finish classes, and five weeks before we graduate. Mm -hmm. That's awful. Um, (laughs) So we wanted to talk about, and also like use this as a space of reflection to how we can maximize the last bit of our time on campus. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, and we asked, well, I asked questions on Instagram about this, just like, ask two college seniors what you wish you, you know, you would know. And we're just going to have a little chit chat. Totally. This is a good one. So the question is, I just started university. What's the unexpected realization that occurs when you near the end? Mm. I don't know. Just, I guess, 
as cliche as it sounds, like how quick it goes. Like your first year, it really feels like a like it drags. Yeah. And but to be fair, we like we're off campus for a year and a half because of COVID. That is true. So our experience is a little bit unique. Um, but yeah, and just the ways that you can change, kind of. Because mm-hmm. I chose to go to school like super far away from home, and I didn't know like a single person here, mm-hmm. or like really. I have family in California, but like. I don't know anyone on this coast, if I'm being really honest. So kind of seeing who I am when I'm, like, put to the test and, like, Mm. put to the challenge of, like, becoming a a real person outside of, like, my safety zone. That's so interesting because I am, like, an hour away from home, Mm -hmm. and so I have the safety and the comfort of being able to go back to my home and, like, more specifically my mom and the dogs when I need it. Mm -hmm. And so... I'm like, yes, but also I'm like, "Mm, for me, (laughs) not necessarily, but I totally see like there are different experiences like me being in state and you being out of state. Mm -hmm. It is a little bit more tough to like to have to fly home and like make it a bigger thing. Whereas for me, I'm just like, okay, I'm going home. Yeah. And it's just like something that I can do, which I am really happy. I didn't think that I wanted to do that. I was actually looking at colleges on the East Coast specifically because <laughs> I had a really bad relationship with my mom in high school. Mm-hmm. And I was like, there's no way like I want to be this close to my mom. But we repaired our relationship in college. And mm-hmm. yeah, I'm, I'm actually really glad that I stayed in state and like super close to her. Yeah, I kind of. So I like took the step to go so far away because so I... At the time, my plan was to go, like, straight to law school, and I'm very close with my family, mm-hmm. and law school is something that you kind of have to do in the state where you want to, like, practice. end up and practice, so this was kind of my chance to go somewhere else and mm. experience something different, because a lot of my friends were like, oh, I'll stay local, I'll get the scholarship money and all that stuff for my undergrad, and then I'll spend the money I'll do all of that stuff for my grad school, but for me, that wouldn't make sense. So that's kind of why I did it a little bit backwards. Are you thinking about practicing in Florida? Well, just, I want to end up in Miami. Okay. Like, maybe not right now. That's my thing, is that, like, right now, I don't have, like, responsibilities at home. I don't mm-hmm. have, you know, like, my own family to think about, like, my own family kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't, like, my parents don't need people to take care of them Mm -hmm. and in my family it's very much like like you take care of your parents Um, mine as well so because I don't have those responsibilities right now I feel more free to like go different places and experience um different things but eventually I know that I do want to end up home that's like where all my family is yeah no I love the um just like going out of state that's how I feel going to Mm -hmm. London. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, it's, like, a little bit more crazy than just going out of state, but it's, like... I mean, it's it's the same flight time. It really is. It's six hours. No, it's 12 hours. But, like, what I'm saying is, like, for me, like, for me to go here is six hours. And, yeah, 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 that's so true. For East Coast to London, it's, like, six six hours. Yeah. 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 So, okay, my unexpected realization, I didn't even answer the question. (laughs) Um, Head empty, I have no idea. I think for me, it's just how, I mean, you said like how fast college moves in terms of time, but I think for me, it's like how many lives you live (laughs) in college, like how many friends you make and not lose, but like 
you know, you cycle through a lot of people. Exactly. You cycle through a lot of people in college just because you're meeting just like a sheer volume of people. And you have people who will stay with you from the beginning to the end, but you also have people who will like play really important characters in your life, uh, in your life in some moments for like a couple months and then they just completely fall off the radar. And so I think like I was just like you really it's so fast paced here. And I didn't think I realized how fast paced it could be in college. Mm hmm. Definitely. And that's kind of what my little journal does. It documents even the people who are only there for a little bit. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Um, And then the second part of the question is, what was the most memorable? I want to say memorable realization. I want to say this question got cut off. (laughs) Mm. Or like just the most memorable thing about college or unclear. (laughs) I mean, I guess cheesy against the friends you make along the way (laughs) no I think it's true though it's like I never would have guessed that you would be sitting on my floor no literally filming a podcast when I met you in DC (laughs) in January I know like I was like oh we click really well but like will this translate to like an outside Mm -hmm. experience like when we get back to school and it did and I'm like so grateful for it too because you've been such like a grounding presence in my life in the past couple of months and I think like really that it is fast-paced but like if you put yourself out there and especially in experiences where you don't know someone else Mm -hmm. like you will be forced to make new friends and you don't know how big a part or how little a part someone might play in your life until like later down the road. Yeah, I also really value our friendship. And I feel like you say that I like ground you and I think that you like push me mm-hmm. in like certain ways because you're more open like about your emotions and like more vulnerable vulnerable about that. And that's something that I'm working on. <laughs> I so, think you're doing a really good job. Thanks. Um, but yeah, so you, like, push me in that way, and that, that's that's really important and really valuable to me in our friendship. Aww. I love that. Okay. Do you want to choose a question? I'm oh, sure. Any question that speaks to you? Oh, my gosh. This one is so big to me. This one says, how to go out and enjoy when friends don't want to do so. And mm. I live by a motto that's a little bit, a little bit unhinged to others, but it's like, what if we just had fun instead? Okay, explain. So, like, we'll go to a party or, like, maybe my friends are, like, a little, like, oh, the music's going to be bad. Mm. Like, there's not going to be a lot of people. I'm like, okay, but what if we go and we had fun? I like that. Like, what if we dance stupid and, like, laugh really hard and just have fun? Mm -hmm. Like, I don't care that the music's bad. I don't care that there's no one here. Mm-hmm. What if we just had fun instead? So I think that, and I can also, like, I do that on my own, too. It's like, I've, like, there's one summer where I was basically living with a bunch of people who knew each other, and I was the one, like, the outlier. Mm-hmm. So I was the one kind of having to, like, really put myself out there. But I was, like, I learned that lesson then of, like, just be open to having fun. I love that. That was incredible. <laughs> I th- I mean, exactly. I think that with all these parties here, like, we don't have a really big nightlife scene, Mm -hmm. and so it takes a lot of convincing for my friends to want to go out because Mm -hmm. they're just like, it's gonna suck, it's not gonna be fun, but I'm like, guys, it's gonna be as fun as you make it. Like, you can have a really bad time or you can have a really good time, and it just depends on your outlook. And when I had my friend Sophia visiting, we Mm -hmm. went to um, a day party, and 
there was not that many people there. I was surprised at the lack of people. There were like a hundred people maybe. Mm -hmm. Um, and there was about a thousand people invited. And I feel like if I went with any of my other friends, they would have been like, oh, this sucks. This is boring. I don't know anyone. But like Sophia was like wide-eyed kid in a candy <laughs> store. Like, oh my God, I get to meet all of your friends. Like, yeah. I'm so excited. There's like a, oh God, a water slide. She We're just so going to go on it. Like she was like really just trying to make it fun. And I think that like her energy and her attitude rubbed off on me too. Because mm. I was like, if I was here under normal circumstances, I would be like, okay, this is kind of lame, like, let's leave, but she was like, this is, like, so (laughs) cool, like, I'm so excited, and yeah, she really embodied, like, what if we just have fun, and we had so much fun. Yeah, it's just, like, it's really about outlook, and so, like, if your friends don't want that, like, you can still have that outlook by Mm -hmm. yourself, like, you can still go out and have fun if that's, like, what you want, and that's the mindset you're going in, is, like, well, I'm going to go out and I'm going to make friends and I'm going to have fun. Yeah. It's like manifesting a good a good time. You know what? It is. Because if you know that you're going to have fun, you're going to make it fun. Like, yeah. you're not going to sit there and complain and be like, oh, the music's bad. You'll be like, oh my God, I haven't heard this song in so long. Like, you're not going to be like, oh, I don't know this song. You'll be like, oh my God, the beat is really cool. You know? Yeah. Or like, it's funny to hear this song. Instead yeah. of being like, I hate, like, why are they playing this? It's like, this is funny. Like, I was out in New Orleans, and they were playing, like, Born This Way, Lady Gaga. I love, love. that song regularly, but, like, why are they playing it? <laughs> I, I don't know, feral. but it's funny. <laughs> I would literally go feral. Yeah. What would you say is your biggest regret during college? Oof. My biggest regret? I don't know. Honestly, I want to say, like, not putting myself out there more. Like, mm-hmm. speaking about having more fun, I feel like sometimes I let my friends dictate whether or not I'm going to do something and like there's Mm -hmm. a lot of I'm just like very scared and apprehensive to do things alone Mm -hmm. especially at college and I know that like there's so much value in like showing up to a place where you don't know anyone and making the most of it like whether that be a club meeting or like a party is a little bit different don't go to parties alone (laughs) but I wish that I told myself when I was younger that even if no one else wants to do it with you if you think it's valuable and you want to do it like you should do it anyway. Mine might be, I don't know if I take enough advantage of the resources that are available here. I know that's that's kind of more of like a boring answer. No, I think that's Um, really fair though. But there are like a lot of resources and a lot of really um, knowledgeable professors Mm -hmm. um, that I definitely should have like put myself out there more in that way and like creating stronger relationships with my professors. Like I do have good relationships with some of my professors and my advisor especially Mm -hmm. but I wish I had kind of gone out of my way a little bit more to like really foster those relationships yeah I agree I think that I only started to put myself out there in terms of making those bonds with the professors when I was a junior Mm -hmm. and by that time it was like oh you know like not like oh (laughs) but like oh I only have like two more years with you and then like Obviously, I can keep in touch with you after I graduate, but it's a little bit more tough because, you know, you can't just walk up and, like, talk to them because their door is open for office hours. Mm -hmm. And it was obviously COVID, et cetera, et cetera, Mm -hmm. made that tougher for sure. But I don't know. I just feel like I definitely could have made a bit more of an effort to to connect with professors. Yeah. And going off of that, one of the questions I want to do is, how do you make the decision on what to prioritize during your college years? That's, it's so individual. 
I think that there is some sort of answer that I could give in like freshman year for some reason people really prioritize academics which I Mm -hmm. think is really valuable because you're learning how to educate yourself like in a college environment Mm -hmm. it's just so distinctly different from being at in high school Mm -hmm. but also like I want to push back and be like but also prioritize the social aspect of it like you do not have to be studying for eight hours to get an A as a freshman like you don't need to be doing that yeah And I also think something that I've shared um, in a lot of my jobs, I work a lot with freshmen Mm -hmm. and I see a lot around like the end or like the middle of the second semester, a lot of freshmen kind of start having trouble with their friend groups. And that's usually because the friends you make during your first like couple months are friendships of like convenience like I'm sure your friends are very nice and you like each other a lot but it's because they live in your hall or they were in your orientation group or you have a class together and so it's hard to kind of like are you actually compatible friends or are you just spending a lot of time together and that's really tough because then something might happen and you find out oh maybe this group isn't as compatible and it feels like the end of the world like it truly it truly does but like making sure that you are also prioritizing outside um, friendships and friendships Mm -hmm. that are due to, like, actual compatibility and, like, shared interests is really important. The way I feel like you just read my brain. Like, I think the same exact way. I was, like, talking to my friends who were not in the friend group, and I was like, we're only having a falling out junior year because we didn't have the end of our freshman year like if we had the end of our freshman year I think we would have had this falling out because there was no compatibility like between me and the group specifically yeah so I I agree um and then I think especially as you get older like me now I'm like academics is it's academics like (laughs) I'm gonna do as well as I do but I think that the relationship with my professors is more important than the grade Mm -hmm. that I get and I think that the priorities definitely change but prioritize your social life and I agree like be okay with doing things without a friend group, mm-hmm. like making friends outside of a friend group. And I think that the friend group mentality comes a lot from high school. Mm-hmm. But once you realize, especially like as an upperclassman or maybe even as soon as a sophomore, like friend groups are not necessarily sustainable because a lot of people have other friends outside of the people in the friend group. Like I feel like the friend group mentality like locks you in and you're mm-hmm. like, I'm only gonna hang out with these certain people. But a lot of people in college have friends outside of their like ride or dies and we yeah. prioritize those relationships too. So I think that that's something that I wish I did more when I was younger was like not necessarily putting all of my eggs in this friend group basket mm-hmm. because I feel like I could have made better connections and stronger connections if I prioritized other people as well. Yeah, totally. Do you have postgrad plans? No. We could talk about it. Okay. Postgrad scaries. The postgrad scaries. Um, yeah, so my plans for postgrad are amorphous at best. Mm-hmm. Um, I support. Yeah. I'm not 100% sure. I'm throwing a lot of things out there. Um, yes, yeah, so we went to that, uh, conference for like public policy so I'm interested in kind of working in that world looking into going to DC um but nothing nothing squared away yet but it's okay I keep having to remind myself that 
it's not the end of the world if I don't have my entire life figured out mm-hmm. by the age of 22. Like, that's really, it's not. It isn't? No. I know. It's crazy. It's crazy. But it's just a lot of my friends are going into careers where things move quickly and early. Right. And, like, politics doesn't really work like that. That's what I was going to say. Like, it, yeah. you, there are fields where, like, for finance specifically, mm-hmm. you got to get an internship when you're a freshman. But there are other fields where it's, like, you can get in and they're, like, when's your start date? A week from now. And, like, there are fields where, like, you just can't secure a job super early yeah so I think that's totally okay but I mean a question that I get a lot is how to deal with the the post-grad scaries yeah I don't know you just it takes a lot of like not comparing yourself because I think in my friend group I know we just talked about friend groups Mm -hmm. but like in my friend group I mean, but your friend yeah. group, it's, like, it's not just, like... Yeah, it's, like, you guys aren't, like, oh, I am only no, hanging out right. with you guys. That like, I am friends true. with a lot of people in yes, your friend that is group. Very true. that is very true. Um, but, yeah, so even, like, as far back as, like, last summer, I was the last person in my group to find out what I was doing for the summer. Mm-hmm. And, like, for this year, I think I'm, like, one of maybe two or three people who, like, doesn't know what I'm doing for the summer or beyond. Like, some people have, like, the jobs that they're doing for the rest of their lives, like, lined up and done mm-hmm. god not me yeah and that is just very much not me so we'll see how that all how that all shakes out eventually mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but updates to come hopefully i do agree like in the sense that i when i did not have my offer and i was both applying for grad school and then also um applying for jobs and i was getting rejection after rejection and it was mm-hmm. like so disheartening i placed a boundary and i was like please don't talk to me about post-grad, like, to my friends. Yeah. Especially the ones who had, like, offers already. Mm-hmm. They were like, okay, we're just not going to talk about it. Like, they're not even going to ask me how the search is going because, like, them asking put so much pressure on me to feel like I needed to have an answer mm-hmm. week to week. And so to keep, like, my peace of mind, I was just like, let's not talk about it. Yeah. And I kind of did something similar. Like, I was like, tell me, like, your successes. I would love to hear that. Please don't ask me how I'm doing Mm. about it, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Like, I want to hear your successes. I want to celebrate your successes. Like, my friend got, like, her dream job offer. We went out and celebrated, and I was like, Oh, my God. This was in the fall, so it was... Oh, okay. Yeah. Congratulations. Congratulations to her. Um, But I was like, but please don't ask me about mine. Right. I agree. I think that, like, setting that boundary and also realizing, like, that's what you need, especially around the time like now is mm-hmm. really important yeah but yeah everyone knows i'm, I'm moving to london so <sighs> super excited i was the crowd going wild come visit me <laughs> i'm so. going to i was literally just telling someone i was like if there's a place to stay yeah oh there's always a place to stay yeah i like, then i'm going what's something we students should stop worrying about grades yeah that is very true (laughs) unless you're going to grad school and even if you're going to grad school okay listen like I got like b minuses in my introductory econ classes like (laughs) and I got accepted into LSE like you grades are not something that you should be worrying day in and day out about like slaving away the library I think that like a lot of people you know there is a lot of emphasis on learning in college and I think that there's so much merit in that but college is not necessarily just about the academics it's Mm -hmm. about like the social life Mm -hmm. the connections that you make how you grow as a person like learning your different interests and so we really just need to stop overemphasizing like the the importance of grades because they're not that important yeah 
even so, at the school that we go to even at the school that we go to um like grades aren't really emphasized among students in my experience like people aren't out here asking you how you did on a test or asking you what yeah. grade you got on a paper that's like very high school behavior mm-hmm. um and so if the, someone is you're like uh, it, are you okay <laughs> yeah like if someone does it it's like a little not tacky but a little it's ta- a, it's taboo it's like, like, like no gauche. one does it yeah like taboos be- better than tacky um but yeah it's not something that happens a lot here which is really nice but it's more like the individual pressure i'm so sorry about all the hair on the carpet no, i'm gonna totally like totally fine <laughs> lean um, you leave. it's more like an individual pressure thing about grades mm-hmm. and i was like a very much straight a student in high school so like coming mm-hmm. here it was like a bit of like a shock to be like oh my gosh like i'm not getting straight a's all the time but also i had a professor my uh freshman fall who was like grades literally don't matter yeah he's like it doesn't matter. I mean, like, it matters to a certain extent. Yeah. Like, don't get kicked out. Don't lose your scholarship. Right. But, like, for... I I know for, like, econ, it definitely matters to mm-hmm. a certain extent with job opportunities, mm-hmm. but it doesn't matter like it mattered in high school. Yeah. It doesn't matter socially. Exactly. In the same way, like, it kind of did in high school. And, like, even with applying to grad school... I think for LSE, you needed an overall GPA of 3.5, and that's pretty standard for a lot of grad schools, so yeah. that's, like, you just have to make that threshold, but they're not looking at your GPA like they do in college. Like, you don't have to be a 4.0 student to be, like, even considered. Like, your personal statement and your letter of recommendations speak more to your character than your GPA does. Yeah, totally. Yeah, because there's a lot of things, and I think that, like, in college especially, a lot of people emphasize things outside of grades, like participation in clubs, leadership, mm-hmm. friendships, you know, like other outside interests and activities that you're you're doing to involve yourself in the community or just to do your passions. And that was emphasized in high school only so much to be like, and this is my perfect resume. This is my perfect yeah. college application. To but- like make you well-rounded, not to be well-rounded if that makes sense no exactly and in college we now do these things because we want to mm-hmm. and not because we have to totally so less emphasis on grades more emphasis on the entire college experience yeah everything outside of that that's the thing i've said i've like people have been asking me like oh are you going to miss school and i'm like i'm going to miss like the our school part mm-hmm. but i'm not gonna miss the college part Mm-hmm. I'm going to miss the proximity to the sheer number of people my age. Mm-hmm. I'm going to miss the social aspect. I'm going to miss the dining hall that I don't have to cook. I mean, it's a little cold today, but the gorgeous weather usually. Right? Like, all the greenery on campus. I'm going to miss the aspects of it, and I'm not going to miss school. Yeah. Any last final words on the topic of making the most of your college experience, making the most of your day-to-day? Um... I guess just back to my mantra, just what if you had fun instead? I know it's not always easy to just what if you had fun instead your way out of like mindsets. It's not always achievable, but I think just having that a a good general outlook on like things will be okay, like it's all right. I have a little keychain on my keychain that says like love is real, we will be okay, like everything is good. And sometimes I just like need that reminder. Mm -hmm. And that also comes in the form of making it your own your own personal mantra personal mindset Mm -hmm. i agree and i think that my takeaway 
from this too is like to create the experiences that you want to have on campus like if you want for example I was like I really want to go hiking Mm -hmm. you know who'll go hiking with me Annie (laughs) so I texted her and I was like let's go hiking and we're gonna go hiking we're gonna go hiking so just like creating that those spaces and not waiting for someone else to make your own fun Mm -hmm. totally all right well thank you guys so much for listening to another episode of solidarity on the bench i'm gonna do a little outro i don't have it nailed down yet so you're gonna watch me stumble over my words but thank you you can find me on other corners of the internet i have a newsletter and obviously a podcast which you were listening to and i'm most active on instagram but i've started to post on tiktok so if you want to look at my tiktok i'll leave all the links down below Maybe Annie's links will be down below, perhaps, but also maybe not because of privacy reasons. And yeah, thank you so much for listening again. And we will see, I guess I will see you in a solo episode next week. All right, bye.